If the ever-changing and fast-paced evolution of technology and business has you wishing you had the right-sized partner to guide you through your IT landscape, it's time for you to meet the experts at Yash Technologies and C5MI. Tech Talk Managing the New Normal with Yash Technologies and C5MI connects you with the best business experts who are making this happen for companies all across the world. We delve into global business challenges from SAP S4, managed services, and the digital workplace to live factory, infrastructure, and much more. Tune into the Business Channel to hear today's top technology industry experts share their insights on how companies like yours are partnering with Yash Technologies and C5MI to transform their IT landscapes. Welcome to a revolutionary hour of business technology talk. This is Tech Talk, Managing the New Normal with Yash Technologies and C5MI. You'll hear from the experts with the know-how to revolutionize and transform your business for a truly efficient, actionable technology transformation during both prosperous and challenging times. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Bonnie in the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a wonderful day for us, for you. We're so happy to have you here. Seats are filling up in the webinar, and if you're listening to us broadcasting live on the Voice America Business Channel, we are coming to you in many different ways. This is the first, this is the launch, the debut of a new webinar series and radio series. I am Bonnie D. Graham, so happy to be here. And if you can't tell, if you're in the room, you can see the banner. It's Yash Technologies and C5MI present Tech Talk Managing the New Normal. And we are in the new normal or the next normal or the next. We're not sure whether it's ever going to be normal again. And these are challenging times. What's going on in the world? Come on, you're all involved in business some way. Challenging times, business as normal, as usual, up out the window. Adapting to this, whatever we want to call it, will test even the strongest companies. You're all going through it in some way. You know that. So we've created this webinar series to bring you timely, relevant, and focused insights and how you can build business resilience. And the big word today, authentic and all that good stuff. We need resilience. You need resilience. How can you get back in the salad, back to work, bounce back, get your manufacturing back on track, figure out your supply chain. There are pain points. We're going to address those today. I am so honored to have you can see them if you're in the webinar room. I have four experts from Yash with me today, and I'm very pleased to introduce, I'm going to call him my my co-opener, co-host here, John Gretter. John is VP of SAP Strategic Alliance with with Yash Technologies. John, let's kick this off. What are we going to hear about today? Bonnie, I know I can speak for my, my colleagues. We're all thrilled to be with you today. And why we're thrilled to be with you today, you talked a lot about the new normal. And boy, is that ever, is that ever true. The, the new normal for Yash and the, the reason for joining you today, by and large, is we've lost the ability to meet with our clients face-to-face in the big trade shows and those big group to get togethers like Sapphire, for example. We had all this content, all this good stuff that we developed to to share with the masses when we got together in Orlando. Uh, Just next week, it'll be coming up in in that live Sapphire show. And we started to think, okay, are we going to put all that content on the shelf? Or are we going to figure out a way to make lemonade out of these lemons? And so we, we came up with this approach of Let's get out there and marry the pain points. What's keeping our clients awake at night in in this this COVID pandemic situation that that we're finding ourselves in? What are they sharing with us 
that they really need some help with. And then we matched it to that content that we were preparing to bring to, to the trade shows. And we, we reached out to you on your platform. You've been fantastic to work with. And we're going to bring those insights, those remedies that we can take what we've heard, share with them some thought leadership on how to correct it or maybe pivot. But most importantly, what you'll hear today from Denny Goad and Derek Dyer and Praveen Kumar are innovative ways to, by and large, take their services or products that they may already have in place and just squeeze out even more value. And, and that's, that's going to be so important from what the clients are telling us. They're not looking to make big expenditures coming out of the pandemic because hopefully we're starting to see some light at the end of that tunnel. And maybe we're going to start seeing some, some companies and some businesses opening back up but they really need to find value in their existing services, in their existing products. So I met with these colleagues, again, Denny, Derek, and Praveen, and said, okay, what can we wow the audience with? Whether it be an infrastructure with Denny, whether it be in AMS or application management services with Derek, or the modern workplace, that, that digital, digital workplace with Praveen Kumar. What can we wow the audience with and help them work efficiently, work smart, and really, again, wring that value out. So the Yash Technology side of it, for the, the listeners and the viewers that may not know what Yash Technologies is, we're a 24-year-old IT company consulting and services that was started in a one-room office by our current and then still CEO and founder, Manoj Behetti. And Manoj had a vision. How, how can I solve problems for our clients? And we laugh all the time. Clients bring us problems and Manoj and our leadership team figures out a way to solve those problems. And, and we're, you're going to hear a lot of that in the thought leadership shared today. It's that foundation of problems, solving those problems. And the, the C5MI component of it was a group of manufacturing experts that worked on the shop floor, owned P&Ls, and have done that for their entire lives. They bought SAP software. They implemented SAP software, and they're users of SAP software. But they saw a need in the, in the manufacturing arena, and they knew that they could solve that need, and they, they founded C5MI. And after a little while of doing it on their own, they, they knew there was a key component they were missing, and it was that extra horsepower in delivering their services. And they, they had the opportunity to merge with Yash Technologies in 2018, and that took that ability to deliver up to a whole new level. And that's where you find us today, Yash Technologies, C5MI, and that's where the thought leadership will come from over these next four Wednesdays in the month of May. Thank you, John. Great intro. I've got us back in gallery view because you've been referencing your other colleagues on the on the show, on the webinar today. I'm convinced about thought leadership. And I was just reflecting, John, with the world shut down, isolation, social distancing, every mm -hmm. kind of distancing, Sapphire would have been next week. And, and I want to say applause to you, your colleagues at Yash and C5 for saying, wait a minute, we would have been meeting a lot of people face to face in a booth. At Sa mm -hmm. I, I broadcasted from Sapphire a couple of years ago for SAP. And I know how exciting that is. And instead of, as you said, putting the content on the shelf, you said, how can we deliver to not just two or three or four people coming into the booth at one time, but how can we bring it to more people? 
So I'm, I'm absolutely excited to welcome, and thought leadership is what I do, bringing thought leaders to my audiences. So I'm very happy to do this. So John, shall I introduce, why don't you introduce our first guest speaker? I'm going to call him a guest speaker. I see him on the top left there, and I'm going to turn it into speaker view in a second. But John, why don't you tell us who we're going to be hearing from first, and then I'll chat with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. And I'll reserve, I'll resist the urge to tease him because Dennis Goad is one of my good friends outside of uh, being a colleague. And and he, he's probably a little nervous right now, so I'll spare him any ribbing and, and, and such. But uh, Dennis Goad is the the service line leader in, for ILM or IMS, whatever you whatever you refer to it as, or what you might know it as. And, and I'll let Denny go into it in a little bit more detail here in just a moment. But but he's going to go to the heart of what infrastructure pain points there are that we've been hearing from our clients. And he's going to let you know in just a moment, there are really four key things that he's going to drill down on for all of the audience to take away today. And if you don't hear anything else from Denny, focus on those four key points. And I know you're going to be impressed with what he has to share with you. And I have something to say, Denny, before I bring you on, I have something to say to the audience. This may be the only webinar in history where people are actually smiling and having a good time and bantering. We are not going to sit here and read slides. We are not going to (laughs) push a lot of sales messages on you. We are not going to bore you to tears. We're going to talk about real stuff, real world pain points you and your business, your colleagues, maybe even your family and friends are going through right now. And that's why we're here. So you're seeing, seeing smiling faces because we're happy to be here. We didn't rehearse five slides a person. This is going to be real talk and I'm so happy. So let's get into Tech Talk. Denny Goad, I'm going to go to Speaker View and let's get you on camera here. And why don't you, and that's good news for our, our, our audience on the radio. You're not missing any slides. That's it's right. all talk. It's good. So Tech Talk, Denny Goad, go ahead, introduce yourself a little more and what are you going to talk about today? Thanks. I'm excited to be here, guys. So like John said, uh, my name is Denny Goad and I manage the Infrastructure Managed Services service line for Yash Technologies. So we bring infrastructure services to uh, various companies. And, and like these guys have been talking about, you know, I, I get a lot of grief sometimes from my colleagues about the topic of infrastructure isn't maybe so exciting. But, you know, I want to compare infrastructure, Bonnie, to the circulatory system in our bodies. And IT is picking up all of these, this information from IoT, all these sensors, and we're taking that information and we're bringing it in and we're routing it throughout the business just like our circulatory system would. And, you know, just like the electricity goes out in a storm, that's when you start to miss electricity and realize how much you appreciated it. And how many of us today are starting to appreciate infrastructure just a little bit more with everything that's going on, right? Somebody just raised their hand in the room. I think you know him, Sashin. And Sashin, we saw that hand raise in the webinar. So, Denny, when you start relating business to the circulatory system, to the, the brains, the heart, the, the skeletal, skeletal muscular system in, in a human being, it brings it to into a, a different plane of reality. I hear the word infrastructure all the time. Well, we're going to talk about infrastructure. Well, infra- and, and you really wonder, is it just a buzzword that has in for four syllables, and most people can spell it, but I like that you're breaking it down. So go ahead, tell us more. 
Yeah, so like I said, I, from an infrastructure perspective, we are really responsible for storing, gathering that information, that data, storing it and getting it out to the right people across the networks. And in this time during the pandemic, the network just got a lot bigger. I mean, we had some people working from home, but it just expanded from there. So like John said, I've got four things that, that you must absolutely walk away with today. If nothing else, Pay attention to these four things because they're what's going to be changing from an infrastructure perspective due to this pandemic. So Bonnie, the first one is working from home. Everybody's familiar with the work from home uh, phenomenon that we're seeing. We're Secondly, doing it. We're it, living it. We're living it, we're Denny. Living it, right? We're doing it here. What are and, we yeah. What are we doing here? You're, right. we're not, you're not running to Sapphire next week. We're all doing it. Nope. So we're talking. But doesn't everybody in the room love the wallpaper behind us, the Tech Talk banner? Go ahead, Denny. I had to say <laughs> no, that. Number two, cybersecurity. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about cybersecurity. Number three, disaster recovery and business continuation planning go hand in hand. So we'll cover those. And then the last one is the cloud. But Bonnie, before I go deep into each of those four, what I want to talk about for a minute is just take a moment and think about what was life like over 20 years ago before the events of 9-11? Well, it was different from before 9-11. It was different from before now. It was different than 20 years ago. Denny, you're taking us back to 2000. If I remember, Y2K was rearing the threat of an ugly thing happening to the whole world. I was on a team at a software developer in Long Island, New York, and we were working almost 24 hours a day trying to get ready for clients to live through Y2K. So we've had some of these quote unquote disruptions. Danny, so what are we talking about today? Yeah, so, well, and if you think about the events of 9-11 and how they've changed our daily lives, Bonnie, you know, I, I think of the airline industry a lot and I think about travel. I think about how I didn't have to arrive at the airport two hours early before an international flight. I think about the impact to the whole security process around travel today globally. We didn't have to take our shoes off. We didn't have all the pat downs that we have. (laughs) I can remember going and sending my loved ones off, you know, or meeting them at the gate, right? I'd give them that last hug and kiss. I'd send them off. And now we can't do that anymore. And and the one that brings it home for me, Bonnie, is TSA PreCheck. Mm-hmm. What I like about TSA PreCheck is even after 9-11, in the times like this right now, we knew things were going to change. We were calling for maybe more travel security. We've got to keep an eye on that. But who, who 19, 20 years ago thought at some point in time, we're going to have a system where people pay to get through security faster. And that's what we're talking about with the thought leadership here today. Yash Technologies and C5MI, we want to help our businesses get ahead, and we want to help them think about the impact that this pandemic is going to have, Bonnie. You mentioned uh, one of your topics coming up, Denny, is disaster recovery, and and that's actually a very dire way to put, uh, Derek, I was not using your last name in vain, Derek Dyer, sorry about that, pun not intended. In, in a way, disaster recovery is what every business is looking for right now. It's not whether the, the, the water came into the factory or whether something happened to the roof or whether all the machines shut down or the robots went nuts. We're in, right. in, a, in a sense. I, I just thought about that. So, Denny, take it away. Go ahead. Yeah, well, and when you think about, you just mentioned what, what everybody's trying to figure out now. I mean, it, it's business disruption. And, and at Yash, we've been having a lot of conversations with a lot of different companies, a lot of leaders in IT. And I'm often asked, I'd say the one question that, that's, that's the least common denominator is they lean in, what's everybody else doing, right? What, 
what, what do you see as a common theme here? So I will walk through these four items, Bonnie, but, but I want to talk about how, you know, it's not a one size fits all. And, and maybe the analogy, what I, what I would use is if, if you're cleaning a house, you know, and, and if I'm a house cleaner, I've got the same tools, just like I would have a structure perspective. And, you know, I'm going to go to one house. I've got my scrubbing hands. I've got my thought, my brain for organizing, my disinfectants. But that house, I've got four kids, Bonnie, so my house is a mess. When they come in, they're going to have to pick everything up before they start disinfecting the surface areas, right? But, you know, I'm sure if we go to your house, it's spick and span, and <laughs> it's a different approach that we're going to take before we clean the house. And so that's the analogy that I give to a lot of our clients around everybody's running infrastructure, everybody's cleaning the house, but how we approach it is different. So what we do at Yash Technologies is we look at what vertical are you in? Are you in manufacturing? Are you in pharmaceuticals? Are you in, you know, and, and, and are you in construction? And, and then we take that measured against where's your business right now? Are you struggling just to get payroll? Are you, do you have growth plans? And then we, and then we map these things to that to try to help you get ahead, Bonnie. So just getting right to it, the, the, the first item that, that I'd like to cover is this phenomenon of working from home and the mm -hmm. impact that it has on infrastructure. Okay, so we're again, ready. We're ready. Yeah, I bet, I bet a lot of you listening have, you know, you think back just a matter of weeks to, to the struggle that you had here when, it, when we were trying to get the workforce going home. So we've heard stories of people going out and buying massive amount of, of laptops. We've heard stories about companies letting people in just to get their desktop unhooked and bringing it home, right? So different ways, ramping up our virtual desktop infrastructure. So with respect to work from home, uh, virtual desktop infrastructure is something that I want to talk about, Bonnie, and, and not only VDI, but using virtual desktop infrastructure in the cloud so that we can go and everybody that had to go out and in that short run make a purchase of laptops, they did it and they're getting by. But after everybody goes back to work, now they've got those laptops and those are assets that they have to keep. With the VDI infrastructure in the cloud, they can ramp up and then they can ramp back down. Right. And so that's a good way to adjust and, and stay ahead of that cost a little bit. OK, so, Denny, when you're talking about the cloud, you're talking about shared services, shared resources, shared applications where you don't have to keep upgrading something. You don't have to keep a new iteration. It's just coming to you from your membership or your participation in cloud services. So on a practical basis, what does that mean to, let's say, XYZ manufacturer and they had to send their entire back office staff home? They did or didn't buy new laptops. And now you're talking about VDI in the cloud. So what would be the benefit yeah. for that? So, so most enterprise Enterprises, most companies have a standard baseload. We talk about a standard. Everybody, when they turn on their laptop or their desktop, they all have the same set of applications. If they're engineers, they have the same set of applications if they're in marketing. And so this allows us, when people go home and they are maybe using their laptop or their iPad, they can get in and get access to that enterprise desktop. Whereas today, there are a lot of people that are just using remote email and using a web browser and doing the best they can to get by, if that makes sense, Bonnie. Sure it does. So yeah. what's next? Yeah. So the next one, um, so I bet I know it's keeping all the security people awake at night. If you think about that old adage, you know, you're only as strong as, uh, as your weakest link, right? So we've just added a bunch of insecure links to this IT infrastructure setup. So mobile and working from home, it's always been there but it's not been embraced to the magnitude that it has been in the last few weeks. 
So there's really been a massive shift. All this work that companies do to harden their networks, that's really now including people's home networks. And there's two aspects to the home network that I want to cover, Bonnie, and that's think about the router that you're using today in your home. It's in your closet. It's in your basement. Now think about why you or why your employees decided to purchase that router. When was the last time it was upgraded? I purchased mine because my kids were getting older and they were streaming Netflix on multiple TVs. I wasn't thinking about enterprise security at the time. When was the last time that everybody upgraded the firmware on their router to make sure that they had the most latest and secure environment, right? And so that's, that's something that we, can, can, we need to consider. And again, that's something that Yash can come in and help you create a managed environment just like we have from, a, from an enterprise perspective. Now, the second point to cybersecurity, Bonnie, we often hear about the human element to cybersecurity. And we think about when we go into our enterprise place of work, we're badging in, we're giving a nod to that security guard, we're maybe even walking through a turnstile or metal detectors. And now the enterprise just got massively extended out to our homes. So now, you know, the bad guys, the cybersecurity folks that, they're, you know, that, that wanna get in that are a risk, now there's no badge to get into my front door, there's no turnstile, but yet my enterprise network is here, right? You knock on my door with a smiling face, I might invite you in for some coffee. And they can get a look around to see, you know what, he's still using that 12-year-old Linksys router, now we know how to get in. And so they can gather a lot of information. And again, Yash can help advise on what to do about that. Denny, this is all so practical. This is, this is not high-level woo-woo stuff. This makes sense to me. And, and if you think about it, uh, many people say, I can clean my own house. But the day you have a professional <laughs> cleaning team came in, and it took me a you year before I figured out to do that here in my new house in Durham, North Carolina. What a difference. It was, it, they took care of stuff that it was obvious, but eh, I didn't want to do it. I didn't have time. I didn't look in that corner. I didn't clean out that closet. Same thing. You're talking about routers and firmware. And and if the provider of these services of these devices doesn't send you a time to upgrade or, or check automatic updates, yeah. we don't think about it. So now you're right. We, we've brought our companies into so many homes where before maybe you let somebody take a laptop home on the weekend and then right. they brought it back. We right. The companies have gone home basically to maybe 10,000 homes and who knows it it just makes sense to me so go on keep on talk more and we're hearing all kinds of anecdotal evidence that this movement is here to stay and that's that's one of the reasons why it was so important for me to talk about it today so as far as bunny a couple of us today are going to talk about uh you know another phenomenon that will occur which is we're all granted some leniency as we deal with this. We're all, you know, it's, it's not normal to run in and get your desktop, unplug it and bring it home. That's the sort of thing that, you know, we're granted leniency like that. There's also a couple of areas of leniency when it comes to being prepared for a disaster like this. So, you know, if you think about a lot of states are working on their plans to go back to work. What if you get back to work and four months later, you've got a colleague who tests positive? Is your workplace going to now shut down and you're going to go home again? And I guarantee you, those of us in infrastructure are going to be expected to be better prepared this time than last time. So that really, there's two sides to being prepared there. There's the disaster recovery from an infrastructure perspective, and then there's helping the business to be ready with their business continuity plan. 
So Yash goes into clients and we help them. We'll run tabletop exercises. And a lot of businesses do this already today. A lot of businesses don't. Their disaster recovery plans are good for gathering dust. This is a good wake up call and I think they've already gotten that message. But I would ask you to think about the scenarios that are in all of your DRs and BCPs today. Most of them are fires, earthquakes, mm -hmm. tornadoes. They're catastrophic, excuse me, catastrophic events, but they're very short in nature and they're done. And as soon as they're over with in a matter of seconds or minutes, everybody can descend on that, that location and they can help put things back together again. Here we've got the exact opposite. It's stretched out over time. Everybody's ready, willing, and able to help, but they can't get there. And so not only, I mean, you absolutely should add this pandemic scenario to your BCP, but what other scenarios like this should be added that, that need to be? So that's, that's another one. That's the third nugget, Bonnie, is to really consider that. And there won't be the same level of forgiveness next time that we go into this. So, Denny, we might say it's time to reimagine disaster recovery. That's disaster right. now, a different D word is disruption. It doesn't need to be disaster for companies that perhaps didn't do their digital transformation. They weren't ready. Maybe they weren't sure about the investment. Maybe their IT department wasn't ready. Maybe they just didn't have it all together. And those who did may be more ready. But disaster recovery, disruption recovery, or disruption renewal. Maybe we need to have a new, more optimistic way of looking at it. So go ahead, Denny. What's yep. next? So the last one along the same lines, Bonnie, which is cost. We've all been granted a little bit of leniency here. We've spent some money to help get through this, but the next time management isn't going to be as lenient. So Yash Technologies can come in and help you be better prepared. So I said cloud was the last thing. And cloud is, I know everybody's been beaten up over cloud and heard about it you know, for the last 10 years or more. But truly, if you look around, the businesses that had their infrastructure in the cloud fared better. Those that needed to ramp up could, those that needed to ramp down could. And Yash is very practiced. I mentioned at the beginning the different verticals. We operate in a lot of different verticals. And we really pride ourselves, and that's kind of why C5MI was, was born is, is we pride ourselves in really getting to know your business and helping you get the most out of it. So whether you're just, again, you know, cost savings or speed, we try to, we'll, we'll help you leverage the cloud so that you can get through this and deal with this better going forward, Bonnie. So it's all about being ready for the next business disruption. It's about thinking ahead. It's about planning. It's about envisioning, reimagining all those good words. Danny Goad, such a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for the practical approach. You bet. What you're saying just makes sense, but how many companies have the bandwidth right now? They're just right. rambling to do day to day, whether they're opening, whether they're closing, who's in, who's out, who's yep. coming back, what are the supply chains doing? And this is stuff that infrastructure really is the circulatory and neural system of the body that is a company. Yep. I appreciate it, Denny. Thank, Thank you. you. And I think we're going to pass the baton to Derek Dyer. He is the Yash America's SAP lead, and he's also the managing partner for the C5MI business transfer term. Firm, firm, Derek Dyer, I'm going to put you on speaker view. Say hello to everybody. Hey, Bonnie, great to be here. Thanks for the introduction. And uh, I want to do the right thing and give Denny a, a golf clap here for uh, setting the stage. Did an outstanding job uh, kicking off the webinar series for, for the company. And, and I've got to step up my game to, to do just as well as he did. So thanks, Denny, for getting us off on the right start. I'm one of these guys, I'm very, very lucky. I love uh, both of my jobs. We're able to work with a variety of companies 
And ultimately, we're able to see on a regular basis how our services actually help them improve their businesses. Now, Denny talked about the infrastructure, and I always joke between infrastructure. I'm an apps guy. I've been in the IT game for a while, mm-hmm. always been on the application side. There's no need for infrastructure if you don't have apps. So apps is always going to be where it's at. And uh, so we, we, like to, we like to joke about that. But ultimately, I'm going to talk today about one of Yash's primary service lines, which is Alphabet Soup AMS, and it's <laughs> Application Managed Services. And Bonnie, in the world of IT, it's a very common service offering, and it's a long way to say support. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that today and how that has been really impacted uh, because of the situation we're in. So there's obviously, as Denny talked about, as you set up in the introduction, the COVID pandemic hit, and here we are. And that reality literally happened overnight. And, and Denny set the stage with infrastructure. And this little thing called support, uh, it, it's just back office thing. Every company needs it, but it's never really talked about. You know, in fact, Bonnie, I've never really seen anybody get really excited or fall off a chair when they're talking about support. So I'm going to be talking about that today, application managed services and how that is being impacted as, as an opportunity in the new normal. Okay, so we love our alphabet soup, Derek, and I appreciate that reference. I said that to you in one of our practice runs, and I, I love that. So what do people need to know? And you know something, L- let me relate this to something I I did years ago, Derek. I had my own TV show at an access studio in Long Island, and I would have people from the age of 16 to 93 come in to do volunteer crew work. And sometimes I got kids who love to text and I would get them, assign them to be a camera operator. And while I'm doing a live show, we're broadcasting, we're going and they're texting on their phone and they're looking around. And after the show, I'd say, wait a minute, don't you realize you are the eyes and ears. You are the support network of live TV. You're not just holding a machine and moving it left and right, listening to the director about where you zoom and you don't. You are the support for the, without you, what will the viewers get to see? And I tried to hammer this in. So to me, support is a very, very important part. So tell us more, Derek Dyer. Yeah, Bonnie, that's exactly right. And the reality is every company has systems. And, and Every one of those systems, it could span all the way from very complex ERP, a fully robust package like SAP, all the way down to individual applications that could be programmed in, in Java or .NET or even COBOL. Those are the lifeline, the heart and soul of the company, those systems. And unfortunately, the reality is things don't work perfectly all the time. Systems break. No matter how good of intentions you have as developers or software packages, Many times these, these software packages, these solutions don't work, henceforth the genesis of support. Mm-hmm. And in context, it's, it's quite simple. Uh, an end user is trying to do their job. Something happens, they click the button and doesn't get the expected outcome that they were looking for. They log a ticket. It could be a phone call, it could be an email, but ultimately they have kicked off the support process. And that is, once again, just integral. It's almost an unseen necessary part of the business, and it's an integral part of IT. And it is becoming so more paramount. We talk about this spotlight because of COVID. Denny did a great job of talking about this work from home. If you think about this in the context of AMS or support, many times you have IT support individuals, whether they're internal to the company or external partners like Yash, that are working in an office environment, tethered to a workstation, an actual desktop, to do their job. 
And one day they're in there working support tickets. The next day they're told they've got to work from home. And back to Denny's point about infrastructure, a lot of these resources did not have laptops. And ultimately it does not mean the company stopped running. It did not mean their system stopped running. These systems still needed to be supported. And it literally happened in, in, in just a flip the switch mentality. And COVID just took that front and center. So the reality is right now is AMS has really found its way to move up the, the value curve here and become more of an integral part of a, a strategic IT offering uh, from, from companies like Yash Technologies. Derek, so interesting. I, I think we need to, to put a banner up that says, yay for support people. We need you now more than ever, because it's true what you said. They get a bad rap. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm IT support. Oh, you're one of those people that says, well, did you plug the computer in in the back? <laughs> do you know what a mouse is? How about a keyboard? We, we read jokes about this all the time, but IT support is really, really, it could be, going back to what Denny said, it could be the heartbeat of keeping a business going because people have questions. Talk to me more, Derek. Yeah, so Bonnie, I, I got to interject though. This yes. is John. Don't don't say that to Derek. We we all have to work with him <laughs> after this broadcast. And if you say he's that important, we're never going to hear the end of it. So it, it, just just temper down how important, especially Derek is. Okay, please. Okay, and I do want to do a quick shout out, Derek, before you continue. If you're listening to us on the Business Channel, this is a brand new radio slash webinar series called Tech Talk: Managing the New Normal. I am in privileged to be in a Zoom webinar room with the people who were speaking today on the show. This is the first of a series of four. It'll be the next three Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Eastern in the month of May 2020. And who knows, maybe it will continue after that. So we're in a room. We've got almost 100 people sitting here watching this. And yay to all of you who were able to, to join us in the room. We hope you're seeing some interesting things, especially this gorgeous banner that was designed for this webinar. But those of you listening, this will be broadcast live again next Wednesday and the two Wednesdays after. So Derek Dyer, let's hear more from you. Let's talk about support. Awesome, Bonnie. So Denny set the stage with four pain points, and we didn't plan this, it wasn't coordinated, but I've got four pain points as well that really address the, this world of AMS or, or support. And I'm going to look at these in the, in the context of, of two lenses. One is a pain point, and then how I feel that Yash is offering the next generation AMS has done a great job of addressing those, maybe not perfectly every time, but really pivoting that pain point into a value add for our, for our clients. The first one, and, and we can talk a lot about this one, is around agility and flexibility. And just as we've talked about for the setup today, it happened immediately. Now, clearly, in pre-COVID, we know that business conditions change on a rapid basis. And as Denny talked about, it could be something in business continuation, something like that. But this has happened immediately and literally overnight with respect to some companies. So this agility and flexibility, if you didn't have it, you were exposed very, very quickly. And in going back to the notion that these systems continue to run, there's continued to be issues, they have to be solved so the company can keep on running. This is one of the areas where Yash was able to pivot extremely quickly. We've got decades of experience doing support, but not decades of experience having to react to something like this. So agility and flexibility, it really, really showed the, the ends of the spectrum. Those that are agile and flexible have been able to succeed, and those not so much has really exacerbated that pain point. So that's number one is around agility 
and flexibility. Just a tremendous differentiator that uh, no one would, could ever be prepared for, but it's real and, and we had to adapt. Derek, can I ask you a question about that? On, on many of my Game Changers radio shows, we talk about technology, but I try to bring in the human elements. So you're talking about agility, flexibility, fluidity, if you want, the ability to pivot. Sometimes that's more of a mindset of leadership. So let me just ask a question. You bring in a partner like Yash. No, I'm not selling anything, everybody. I'm just doing a practical link here. If you bring in a partner who can say, wait a minute, pivot, flexible, agility has to become part of the DNA of the company. It's like going back to school and having the teacher say, well, you learned your science, your math, and your English, but you really need to understand the works of Shakespeare because it will inform what you, do. I'm, I don't know, or, or cooking or something. My point is that sometimes you need somebody to help you flip the switch in the mindset of the leaders and say, we need to help you refocus. It seems like that time is now. Am I on the right track, Derek? Absolutely, Bonnie. And that agility and flexibility has been a, a huge enabler for us inside of Yash. And it ultimately, it does tie to, to the second pain point, and it is around efficiency. If you look at a typical support model, I know, Bonnie, you've got some IT background. comes down to it, somebody's trying to do it, like I said, and it does not work. They need help. And that ticket has, has a story behind it, and it's got to be resolved so the business can turn back to normal operations. To me, in the world of supporter AMS, that ticket process is absolute table stakes. And mm -hmm. there are many companies out there that look at that as the only driving metric. Did I satisfy the contract to close that ticket at a specified time? And our, our view of this tied back to the agility and, and once again, just exacerbated in this new normal, that efficiency is not enough. It is foundational table stakes to be able to do that. And if that's going to be the focus of, of your support offering, it might be time to reevaluate whether or not you stay in the game. And, and ultimately, we look at efficiency as the foundation, but more importantly, it gets us to this, this third area, Bonnie, of conversation. And you're going to probably chuckle when I say this, but ultimately, we view AMS, the next generation AMS with Yash, as being truly a transformative offering. And you might say support and transformative, what's this guy, what's he talking about? But we really see this as a significant differentiator for us and the services that we refined over the years. And I can unpack this a little bit for you here because it, this is a critical thing, is every support ticket, every issue has a story. And the question is, are you willing to take a step back and really understand what is that ticket, what is that issue telling me? If I'm back here in the efficiency and my only driving metric is close the ticket, close the ticket, close the ticket, I'm never taking that step back to really understand what's happened. And as you get multiple tickets, what do you have? You have multiple stories. And those things add value when you take a step back and begin to really think about this from an analytics perspective. And once again, thinking about analytics in the, in the context of support tickets is something that may not be normal for, for most people that understand how support works. But when you do take a step back and digest and really understand, you can find out that truly the business has a broken process. It's not just a system issue. You have a broken process. And another one we see all the time, Bonnie, is the end users just don't know how to use the system. It's a fundamental element of end user training. And if you're just continuing to click the button to close a ticket, you're not, you're not getting those, those insights out. 
And we have found a way, uh, you know, we're technologists, so we're always trying to find the cool new stuff. And, and I love my, my TLAs, my three-letter acronyms. So one of the areas, Bonnie, that we've really gotten good at is around RPA, robotic process automation, mm-hmm. underneath the covers, leveraging these tools to do these analytics and heavy lifting for us to bring those stories to the forefront. And ultimately, we have found this to be a true differentiator for us because we're not just keeping those insights to ourselves. And that is something you could do. Many companies do the insights for support, and they use that to drive efficiencies on their end to increase their margins. We take it one step further. We provide those insights back to our customers. Why? Because we see as a partner, it's our job to help the, the companies improve their businesses, and these insights are gold. So we see the value really lies here. And, and, and once again, pre-COVID, current COVID, post-COVID, we see this as a transformation opportunity to leverage support to be something very meaningful for our customers. Derek, this is it's something beyond just your customers. Every company needs to know this. I like to to take thought leadership and elevate it or expand it past talking to people who know Yash, who know C5MI right now. Every company, the information you and Denny have shared so far to me is just good practical basics. It's what anybody needs to stay, that keep their company alive, to thrive, to grow, to be here maybe in six months when we're doing another version of Tech Talk, managing the new normal. It could be living well in the new normal. John, maybe we'll need to redo the banner and, and do a, a permutation. I should, we should hope so. Derek, any, anything in closing or should we hand the baton over to your colleagues? Yeah, just one last thing, Bonnie, is the, the fourth element is around business domain. And mm-hmm. we don't see it enough to be bits and bytes. If you're going to do support, you have to understand the technology. Clearly, a basic understanding there, but we, we attempt to bring people in that understand the domain to get that next level of insight from that. And then to wrap it up, Bonnie, the, the big so what here is we believe that just like Denny's practice around IMS, it's here to stay in the forefront, forefront with AMS. And, and John mentioned this in his beginning, uh, the, the, this new normal. Uh, we are beginning to see some uplifting news in the marketplace. States, regions are beginning to open. Mm-hmm. Companies are beginning to open. People might be allowed to go back into their desk and have the water cooler conversations, but we don't know if it's going to sustain. So this concept, this construct of work from home may actually become the new normal. And that being said, these four things we talked about with respect to Yash's next-gen application managed services I think position as well to be ready for that new normal. So I'll, I'll leave it there, Bonnie, and let you do your thing. And Thank you, Derek Dyer. I'm going to put us in gallery view again for those of you. Hey, anybody who's thinking you got something else to do in the attendees in the, the webinar room, wait till you see what I have for you next. There's a gentleman with a tie. I can call him a nerd because I'm one too. People told me recently, nothing to do with my age, but sort of, that I was one of the early women in tech. I was programming in COBOL on a Xerox Sigma 6 CP5 and key punching thousands of lines of code. So I go back probably before Kum- before Mr. Kumar was born. So Praveen Kumar, I'm delighted to welcome you. And I'm going to use a five-letter word that's going to keep everybody at the edge of their seat. We're talking about drone technology. Praveen, I'm just going to say you're the Microsoft practice head at Yash Technologies. Everybody is waiting to hear. Tell us a little bit about what you do. And I know you have fun. You've created over 120 cloud solutions on Azure, Office 365, artificial intelligence, machine learning, blockchain, IoT, that's Internet of Things, mixed reality, drone, Azure Connect, bots, Azure Cognitive Services. Is there anything you haven't 
programmed. Praveen, you're a busy, you have the most, I, I, I hate to say this to all the wonderful Yash people here, but I think Praveen has the most fun at his job of any of you, and I know you all love what you do. Praveen, talk to us. Welcome. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Bonnie. I'm super excited to be part of this TikTok live show. Let me just take it a minute to, you know, uh, brief about myself uh, and my roles and responsibilities at Yash Technologies. So as you said, I had the uh, Microsoft service line for Yash Technologies. So I work on 3MC. So probably you are wondering, like, what is 3MC? So 3MC stands for three Microsoft clouds. So one is one being Azure, second one being Office 365, and third one being Microsoft 365, which is M365. I'm responsible for digital transformation, digital strategy, uh, road mapping for our, our customers. I love solving problems for our customers and provide innovative solutions to our customers. Talking about the innovation, we do a lot of innovating, innovating stuff. Uh, on the technologies like artificial intelligence, machine learning, RPA, UI flows, BARDS, Azure Connect, mixed reality, that's a combination of AR and VR using the Microsoft HoloLenses. And my today's topic uh, is drones. So, Bunny, I'm super excited to share about how we build this um, automated drone solution uh, at Yash Technologies. So let me first unpack a little bit about, you know, what this drone itself. Okay, so this is a commercial grade drone and it has, uh, you know, it is about uh, one and a half feet tall and uh, two feet wide and it has got 14 cameras. You heard that right. This has 14 cameras and then, uh, you know, it also has one thermal sensor. It also has few proximity sensors and then we topped on top of it, uh, you, you know, uh, one of the carbon mon monoxide uh, sensors in it. And the technology that we use to build this solution using the drone is Azure Maps, computer vision uh, for image recognition, artificial intelligence, and video indexer, and Azure logic apps and blob storage. So, so much of technologies to unpack, uh, but I just, I just want to, you know, make sure that we get all the technologies covered, uh, you know, and unpacking our drone solution. Praveen, do you sleep? What do you have for breakfast? I love this. this. is so exciting. Come on. People are buying little mini drones. I don't know what they're doing now in, in COVID-19 pandemic with shutdowns. Maybe they have drones for companions. I don't know. But how, how did you just briefly, I know I want to talk about the application and we just have a little while left, but how did you get into this? Did you, did you learn this as a child? There's drones and we have all kinds of ways to code them and, and run them. How did you start in this field? Yeah, it's all about the passion that I have for the technology, for the Microsoft technology, the love and the passion for, uh, that I have for the Microsoft technology. So not just for the drone, even for the, you know, Azure Connect based and the, you know, mixed reality and HoloLenses. So I have, I'm very fortunate to have a very strong team working with me. So I have about some uh, 30 to 40 people who work tirelessly day and night to build all of these solutions. So uh, at a given time, you know, one resource is probably working on, you know, two initiatives or uh, three different uh, solutions and things like that. So we are super excited to, you know, work all of these, these, these things. The only motivation for us is to, you know, uh, solve the problems and provide innovative solutions to the customer. That's our model. Okay, so what is this drone going to do with the 14 cameras, the thermal heat sensor, the CO2 sensor? Are we talking about a specific type of a factory or a, a plant somewhere? Is it going to be able to take over some roles that would be dangerous for human beings to do? 
Praveen, even in this, not in before we had the pandemic. So give it me a specific application or should I use it to, I don't know, clean up my yard or tell me if my, my microwave oven is <laughs> needs to be replaced. I don't know. Tell, I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm enjoying talking to you. So I'm not making fun. So go ahead. Tell me what's the application. Yeah, so Bon, uh, Bonnie, let me talk about the problems that we are solving uh, using this drone. So I'm going to be highlighting five different problems. Um, so first and foremost, the remote monitoring uh, for the chemical spills, you know, any, any uh, manufacturing industry, or maybe, you know, doing the job where people cannot go, it is too harmful because, you know, the, the temperatures are very high, you know, it has some uh, uh, acidic fumes or maybe, you know, it has some uh, uh, chemicals or a carbon dioxide or maybe there is a fire. So obviously people cannot go in places like that. So we can send a drone. And then, uh, you know, other uh, point number three is uh, aerial investigation. Uh, so imagine a situation there is some chemical contamination or something is going on and you wanted to deploy a drone to, you know, do an aerial investigation and the fourth and fifth one are really to the COVID-19 situation I know most of us are following and watching the news but I don't know how many of you have really paid the attention so there were like a lot of articles on the Bloomberg and other um, you know where on news sites that uh, actually today in COVID-19 situation France is using the drone to disinfect the streets so, you know, there is, a, there is a huge potential for the technology to leverage, you know, all of these technologies and then better use for this, even for the COVID-19 situation. And also there is one more scenario that I'm going to be talking a little bit about post, uh, you know, COVID-19 situation once the business reopens. So how we can actually use the, uh, you know, drone-based technology to solve some of the problems. So, uh, Bani, let me explain you the scenario of a remote monitoring where there is a dangerous chemical spills. So imagine a situation. So there is a chemical factory or just a manufacturing, uh, manufacturing plant is producing some chemical waste into the environment, right? So imagine, you know, the, the, the waste is coming out and, uh, you know, somebody needs to go monitor their temperature or maybe monitor the smoke or maybe monitor the, the coloration that is changing that is coming out of the, you know, the waste, um, you know, out of, the, out of the plant. So now with the YASH automated drone-based solution that we have built, so what it does is, so it automatically goes into the air and then it knows where to look for the plant, you know, discharge. And then it is going to be with these 14 cameras that are there in the drone, it is going to be, you know, scanning that entire perimeter and wherever that discharging that is happening, whenever the coloration changes, it immediately captures the picture. And then with the power of Azure Cloud, sends it back to the application that we have built. And from the application, now, as soon as we receive that data to our application, we process that using the Azure Cognitive Services, and then we can make some declarative you know, decisions to kind of take the next step. So you have the data, you have the data set, you have the data results now. So with this data, so it's up to us what we want to do. So should we inform the plant manager or should we inform the plant supervisor or should we actually send a person there to do a further investigation, whether, you know, is, is the really temperatures going high or, you know, something dangerous situation is going on, what exactly is going on. So we can make those decisions. And on top of it, we have built a power within this application. It also automatically shuts down the entire plant. How cool is that, uh, Bonnie? <laughs> That's so cool that I want to know. What if I want, what if I had a manufacturing plant? Praveen, and I wanted to order a customized drone like this. Now, do you have, 
this may be a silly question. Do you have 15 of these sitting on the shelf somewhere? And I go to you and say, hey, Praveen Kumar at Yash, I want to know what it costs. Can I rent it? Can I lease it? Can I borrow it? Uh, can I use it in my factory for three weeks and see how it goes on a trial basis? Is there a home tryout method? Or what if I come to you and say, I like what you did, but I want one with 12 cameras. And it's not a chemical plant. It's going to be an airfield uh, while the planes are grounded. Uh, I want to look at if there's any maintenance under the planes that our people can't go out and do. Is it able to sense? I'm, I'm making this up, but it seems, seems interesting. So uh, just quickly, we're almost out of time, but I want to know, Praveen, how would somebody get by? Do they buy them? Do they rent them? Do they go to you and say, Praveen, here are my yeah. specifications. Make it for me. Go ahead. Finish up yeah. for us. So basically, you know, we, obviously we are a service-oriented company. We build a solution on top of a hardware. So, you know, so if the customer or if any business organization is looking to implement a drone-based technology, right? So obviously there is a hardware portion that we will recommend what is the best uh, drone for them to purchase. So mm -hmm. once the drone is there, our expertise comes into where we build the solution, how we navigate the uh, flight path, how do we collect the data, how do we build the artificial intelligence, how do we auto-train the drone. And once the data has come to us, what sort of what decisions that you can make with the data that is constantly streaming back to you. So it is, it is interesting. So when we did the same uh, drone demonstration at uh, Microsoft Ignite in front of almost 30,000, 40,000 people, so everybody was surprised. And then they, all of them started coming to our booth and started asking, hey, are you going to give this drone away? Is this a gift or is it a prize and things like that? But uh, my answer to them was, we aren't giving you a drone. We are giving you a drone-based technology. I love it. Praveen? I'm a fan. Hey, we nerds have to stick together, kiddo. I I love this. I'm going to go back to gallery view so we can see everybody. John Gretter, what a great group. I, I Praveen used the word love and excited and passion, and I see that in Derek. I see it in Denny. Everybody's smiling. I promised our audience this wasn't going to be your normal webinar, sitting here and reading slides. Boy, let's just all fall asleep. We have got almost the full audience still here in the room, which is a tribute to John Gretter and Denny Goad and Derek Dyer and Praveen. Praveen, you rock that kid. You really, really rock that. The excite we gotta get you to talk about more drones. John, I want him back every week for even five minutes on a drone update. You could almost do a whole hour just on the drones. I could. I'm gonna get him on one of my other radio shows. I have an idea for a drone. Let's see if we can partner and, and sell this idea, Praveen. You and I will talk. So I want to thank our panelists. We're almost ready to go off the air, but I have to do a couple of shout outs. I before you do your closing, John Gretter, I want to thank uh, uh, the wonderful people at Voice America World Talk Radio and my partner, I call him my partner in crime, Ryan Treasure, the VP of Broadcast Operations at Voice America Radio and my very special and talented engineer, Aaron Keller, who is there for me on all my live shows. And he's got nerves of steel for a young kid because we put him through his paces. So thank you for making that available. And uh, the people at Yash, you've just been wonderful. This is so exciting. We have three more weeks of this. So John Gretter, what's your closing message? We've got about two and a half minutes. I'm going to give you two yeah. minutes of those. Go ahead. I appreciate it, Bonnie. And, and I told you we were going to bring the A-team to, to this series of webinars and, and live radio broadcasts. And I, I know we delivered today. I was listening to my colleagues today. And, and like you said, almost everybody on the, the live webinar stayed engaged and stayed till the entire end of it. They're still here. And, and a lot of that has to do with Praveen closing with a bang with drones. We, we had an idea when we started talking about, about that technology that would keep everybody on the edge of their seats and, and Praveen really brought it home. But 
to the heart of, of what what we wanted to share today and what I, I, I know the audience took away from Denny starting off and then to Derek and then to Praveen, the, the practicality of the solutions that, that we're offering. This isn't razzle-dazzle or anything like that. These are things that are tangible and implementable when businesses start to see themselves getting back to whatever that new normal is going to be. It's really scalable. We, we didn't want to get in over our skis, especially with our clients. We, we wanted to make this very practical, practical and digestible. So when you were asking Praveen, what if somebody wants a drone? Well, the same thing goes. What if somebody wants to talk to Derek about support or Denny about infrastructure? We have a specific email address Ask the experts at yash.com. Again, that's ask the ex- experts at yash.com. If you send a note or an idea or a question or, or a request to meet to ask the experts at yash.com, we will make sure to get back to you within a couple of hours at the longest. And we can take those next steps or, or simply just ask, answer a question if you have that. But, but from all of us on the panel today, Bonnie, really, really appreciate Voice America. Really appreciate you and your team. Can't wait for the next three weeks. And next week, you'll get to see Denny and Derek again. And you'll also get to see Marty Groover with C5MI. And Marty Groover is going to talk about a topic that's very near and dear to all of our hearts at Yash Technologies and C5MI, Live Factory. And I'm going to leave it right there. Live Factory as the teaser for next week. You've got to tune back in and hear what Marty has to say about that, about that awesome service that's offered by the team at C5MI. Thank you, John. I'm going to jump in here. We are also live on the radio, and we, we are going to say thank you to all of the participants who are here in the Zoom room with us. We hope you enjoyed seeing the people who are talking. What a concept. And to our listeners around the world, I just want to say, if you know somebody who would appreciate this wonderful level of sincere and real deal thought leadership from the experts at Yash, tell them about the webinar. We have plenty of seats for next week. That's the 13th and then the 20th and the 27th of May 2020. Contact Ask the Experts, A S K T H E E X P E R T S at Yash, Y A S H dot com. I love to spell emails and URLs. It's a bad habit. It's actually a good one. And uh, and find out how you can register because we'd love to see you. We have a big room. We, we almost filled it today and we're very, very happy that you shared your hour of time with us because we know your time is valuable as businesses try to get back to where we got to go. We're off the air. So thank you, John. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Denny. Thank you, Praveen. Bonnie DeGram signing off for Tech Talk. Thank you for tuning in to Tech Talk, managing the new normal with Yash Technologies and C5MI. To keep the conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to YASH underscore tech or email john.gretter at yash.com. That's john.gretter at yash.com. We look forward to hearing from you.